Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. I'm Tanya Hart, and today you are in for a treat. Did you know there is a video oral history archive that contains 9,000 hours, at least 2,700 interviews of well-known and unsung African-Americans? Well, there is. It's called The History Makers. It is the brainchild of my guest today, none other than Juliana Richardson. Welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. Thank you so much, Tanya. And, and, well, and we count you as one of our history makers. So well, we're proud to thank have your you. Well, thank you. Yes, we are. And we're going to talk about that. But how did you know, Juliana, I've got it. Let's start from the beginning. You are a Harvard trained lawyer. How do you come up with this idea to create this history archive? Well, I, um, I, I am a Harvard trained lawyer, but I also was a young black kid in their class at nine years old who was embarrassed when everyone seemed to know their history and I didn't know mine. And that Mm -hmm. feeling of not knowing stayed with me until I was a sophomore at Brandeis University studying the Harlem Renaissance and and learned for the first time that the the song I'm Just Wild About Harry was written by a black songwriting team of Noble Sissel and U.B. Blake. And that was a defining Hmm. moment for me. And I then went, at that same time, I was lucky enough to interview people like Butterfly McLean, who had starred in Gone with the Wind, and Lee Whipper, who was the oldest black actor, living actor at the time, and uh, a honey cold tap dancer. And that was a defining moment for me. And so in my 40s, um, you know, I didn't have kids, and I was at that point. You start maybe asking, "What is going to be your leave behind?" And mm-hmm. I went back to how that moment had been such a defining moment, and really wanted to set out to create the largest video oral history archive that the world has seen, documenting the Black experience with people telling their own stories about their own lives, and so. Each interview is about three to four hours in length, and it's housed now permanently at the Library of Congress. I know, and I've got to tell you, I'm so appreciative to be one of your history makers, but for folks who are just listening, they have no idea. This is seriously comprehensive. When you guys sat me down to interview me, it was four hours. I mean, you really get everybody's life. How how is it? And you have a very well-trained staff. You've been working with these folks for a long time. How do you train people to actually interview people for four hours and get stuff well, out of them? Well, we, we, we go through the whole process because we don't believe that you honor people if you come in not prepared. And so we really work to do significant research, you know, before the interview. And we want that moment in time, you know, to be as much as we can in given that time 
given to be a retrospective of that person's life. And and so that is, we consider it a joy, honestly. It's a project you learn so much about the black community. And, and we're committed that everybody else will know more than they know now. Well, they certainly will. I mean, you've got a new digital archive that is just phenomenal. I'm encouraging everybody to go check this out. Uh, it's very easy. If you've got a computer or any kind of device, you can check out the digital archive for history makers. And and I love the way you've done all the categories. Let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, you've got entertainers. You've got people in medicine. You know, what are some of the other categories you have? We have law and sports and medicine and religion and civics and um, music and um, education and the arts, um, politics. We, we tried to cover, we even have a fashion and beauty category. So we tried to be comprehensive about, we have a business category, we have the largest, our focus is trying right now to, to go deep in that category because that category has not been well recognized and they've, mm -hmm. you know, uh, funded and made a lot of other things possible that people have done. And so that's what we're working on. And so the collection is, you know, you talk about the digital archive. We wanted to make it easy so it operates like a Google search. Yes. The, the, the arc, the, it has now is in 68 institutions around the country. We have wow. the Ivy Leagues like the Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Cornell, Stanford. You know, we have uh, the large um, um, institutions like Ohio State and the University of Oregon. We even go as far as the University of Anchorage, Alaska. Yesterday, mm -hmm. Houston Public Library told us that they were involved, so we're moving also into the public library space. It will be, the focus is that we're going to, people will not have excuse about um, why they can't find things because everything is transcribed, everything's searchable, it's hosted in the cloud, and and we want, it's cost, that, that's what, we're, what people are looking at, is cost is $20 million to build. Mm -hmm. But we want it to be accessible to people because that, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want anyone like I was, like a little kid who didn't know what their history was and right. felt they didn't have a role to play. And in these times that we live in, that's really increasingly important. Oh, boy, is it ever. I mean, more so than any other time, I think. And, you know, it's interesting. We all just uh, had the privilege of being on Martha's Vineyard, where you do a lot of these, um, including President Obama. I know you recorded him there. But uh, you had a wonderful, what I call our, our class reunion and the class photo yeah. uh, at uh, one of the one of the uh, little golf courses there, the golf club, um, with Vernon Jordan, who, of course, is a longtime vineyarder, and that's his favorite place, Farm Neck golf golf course a golf club and so vernon though was speaking I, I loved it first of all it was the day before vernon's i think 85th birthday and this right. man is still incredible but he talked about the importance of of, of storing our papers and stories tell us a little bit about this and what we should be doing with all of yeah. our own personal so, so, things so i'm so glad you asked about that because in doing the work that we have been doing, 
We noticed that very few of our um, history makers um, were doing anything about the preservation of their papers. And by papers, that's a colloquial term. I mean, you know, from letters, correspondence, photographs, mm-hmm. even as we move forward, emails or AV material, you have a treasure trove uh, yourself of all the things that you've recorded over the years. And they mm-hmm. were going nowhere. And we are in a crisis right now. Less, we're about to lose all of the 20th century. We have about 10 to 15 years left. Mm-hmm. And we, so we have taken the vineyard time. And, you know, and Vernon, I have to say, he was not at the beginning, he did not know that he didn't think it important. And now he has become a convert, you know. And so I think, you know, as we move on, we're hoping that we can speed this up and that through collaborations and also we're hoping ourselves to also play more of a role in that. And our goal is that we can end up being the black digital repository, you know, um, of the of the, you know, of the African-American experience. Um, so people will have access, access to this. But we did not want to stand alone with this. And that day, Vernon, he, you know, you saw the trajectory of his life. You know, it, one of the right. most defining moments was him pointing to the photo that was perfectly positioned. Not, I mean, just <laughs> I, our staff didn't know that, but it was perfectly positioned for all to see. And it was him as a young waiter waiting on the former president of, you know, President Nixon, who would be the president of the United States, neither at that time knowing their destiny. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and him being reflective of that moment and really taking us through, you know, his life in that way, ending with the description of his grandfather, who he, he referred to as Pa. Who just yes. wanted to be able to go to the bathroom inside. I know. And that story has stuck with me ever since I heard it that night. It's one of those things. It's like, wow. You know, and that's been in the last l- less than 100 years ago. That's, that's how right. far we've come. Wow. I'm that's talking right. to Juliana Richardson. You're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. Uh, we're talking about the history makers. And I've got to tell you, if there is anybody that has really gotten the black, uh, the African-American, black American story archived, it is the history makers and Juliana uh, with your team. You know, you're, you've got a special event coming up. It's going to be right here in Hollywood. We've got to talk about that's it right. real quickly. Deborah Lee that's is going right. to be honored. Tell me a little bit about it. That's right. Well, I want to say this because you also, I mean, that is where you, you know, got your start also. But we were coming to L.A. for the first time with our 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 fundraiser, which is also a TV taping for right. uh, PBS. And we will be honoring Debbie, Debbie Lee uh, with an evening with Debbie, Debbie Lee there in L.A., we also, I want to say, and that's on Friday, October 11th, we're going to be at the Santa Monica Broad Theater. Mm-hmm, um, which is lovely. And um, Deborah Roberts will be, is coming out of, out of New York to interview her. And we just, you know, we're hoping that uh, we'll be able to, you know, introduce people 
um, there with our Evening Lift program that we've taped now for, uh, I don't know, now now for, I think this is our I think our it's 19 oh. years. Uh, oh, yeah, this is more than 20 years because right. I've gone that's, back through the archives and seen that's them. That's right, that's right. <laughs> but but what, what I want to say is that what we also hope, because we have not done L.A. right, and we're hoping... Um, Tanya, through you and others there, that we can have a more focused um, effort on representing the Los Angeles area the way that Chicago and D.C. and New York are better represented. Absolutely. And so so this we consider the beginning, you know, with a focus Mm -hmm. um, that we can do a much better job, you know, and make sure that we don't lose history uh, before it's too late and that you know we're at it we're being um we're acting with a guided hand so we're hoping that there are those of you in the la area that will help guide our efforts not to worry we got you covered <laughs> we got your back <laughs> and thank you so much come and join us anytime because there's always stuff to talk about with this i mean there's so much history there's so much i could bring up right now i know we've got to get out of here for right now but can you come back again Maybe I would love just to before come the back. 11th. Okay. I mean that. I would love to love to come back. Okay. Thank you so much. And for everybody out there listening to Hollywood Live Extra, don't forget to subscribe, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of these because you don't want to miss any of them. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.